this bulletin, polling booth open as Australians decide in historic voice referendum. First flight of repatriated Australians leaves Israel amid tensions in Gaza. And in football, England win the Socceroos in the friendly at Wembley Stadium. With all the latest from the SBS newsroom, I am Omo Bello. Polling booths have opened for millions of Australians to vote as the nation makes a historic decision on whether to enshrine an Indigenous voice in the Constitution. Voting begins as the latest news poll shows the voice proposal is set to fail and despite a late swing towards a yes vote may fall short of securing a majority in any state. Voters are being asked to write yes or no to recognize the First Peoples of Australia by establishing an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice in the nation's founding document. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has urged voters to vote yes on the voice to parliament referendum as voting gets underway today. He spoke from Balmain on the division no campaigners are claiming the referendum has caused. The No campaign has spoken about division while stoking it. I'll tell you what division represents in this country. Division is the division between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians that sees just four out of the 19 closing the gap targets being on track to be achieved. We must do better. We can do better. And voice opponent Senator Lydia Thorpe claims the referendum has led to an increase in suicides among First Nations people. She is encouraging voters to cast a no vote. Referendum has done nothing but hurt people, divide communities, divide families. And we know literally Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people right now are killing themselves as a result of this referendum. People are taking their lives. The increase in suicide rates of our people since this referendum has gone up exponentially. If you or someone you know needs support, call Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636 or call Lifeline on 131114. The Department of Foreign Affairs has confirmed that 825 Australians have left Israel and the occupied territories. A Qantas flight to evacuate people from the conflict in Israel and the Gaza Strip left Tel Aviv on Friday and has landed in London with 238 Australians aboard. A second flight is scheduled to leave Tel Aviv to Dubai later today. It is one of three additional repatriation flights. Foreign Minister Penny Wong advises Australians in the region who want to leave to do so as soon as possible. We are also moving quickly to secure more options for Australians who want to leave Israel or the occupied territories. Uh, and my department continues to assist a number of Australians who are seeking to leave Gaza, uh, numbering about 20. To all Australians who are in Israel uh, or Gaza, but if you wish to leave, please do not delay. If you wish to leave, uh, please take the first available flight. Please do not wait for another option. 
The United Nations has offered condolences following the death of a Reuters video journalist who was killed on Friday in South Lebanon. An Israeli shell landed near the Lebanese-Israeli border where Issam Abdallah and other international journalists gathered. Six other journalists from Reuters, the agents France Press Wire Service, AFP, and Al Jazeera were injured in the blast, some of who were rushed to hospital. The BBC has also reported that its journalists were assaulted and held at gunpoint after they were spotted by Israeli police in Tel Aviv. Stefan Dujaric is the United Nations spokesperson. This is yet another uh, example of the daily dangers uh, journalists face in covering conflict uh, throughout the world and we do hope that there is an investigation uh, as to exactly what happened. Without journalists we can't know what's going on and journalists need to be protected and allowed to do their work. And in sports, England's Ollie Watkins marked his international return with a second-half winner as their much-changed side beat Australia 1-0 in a friendly at a wet Wembley stadium this morning. With a key Euro 2024 qualifier against Holders Italy on Tuesday, manager Gareth Southgate used the opportunity to rest first-team regulars and give game time to some squad players. Watkins, returning for the first time since March 2022, tapped the ball in at the far post in the 57th minute after Jack Grealish fired a cross goal. It was the Aston Villa forward's second successful goal for England, but 563 days apart. The Socceroos will play New Zealand on Tuesday night at Brentford Football Club's G-Tech Stadium in London's West. That's all the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I am Omo Bello.